Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. May 30th, 2023. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. NXT 2.0. We've got a new women's champion. We've got some returning superstars. We've got Tony D'Angelo in jail. And who put him there? Thug Life! And we know who the uh, parking lot attacker is. Yeah. Big night for NXT. Big night for NXT. Felt like a while after Mania. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Had some discussions of load management. (laughs) WWE finally figured out what load management is years after it was created. So good for them. We'll talk about it all. Uh, I'm Glenn, joined by Alfred, joined by Issa. And we're here tonight to guide you this complicated and ever-changing world of professional wrestling (laughs) man just long weekend i didn't even watch all the wrestling that happened this weekend i mean we did smackdown and rampage friday but good lord there's just too much wrestling in one weekend so much so So, like the most wrestling impact had an event in the middle of all this yeah. Impact is coming up. Impact is doing Under some good Siege, Under Siege was lit. I heard it was like, good. Yeah. yeah, I saw some of that. I know. It's crazy. Uh, so we got a lot to dive in tonight. But before we do, Alfred, what's the latest in the news? Well, if you've been wondering where Braun Strowman is and why Ricochet seems to be getting a singles push out of nowhere, it looks like Braun Strowman, unfortunately, is out with injury. He's not really indicated what type of injury. It does sound like it might be serious, but uh, there are now seems like they are going forward with Ricochet as a single star. He did win a Money in the Bank qualifier. So Ricochet is a single star until further notice, but get well soon, Braun Strowman. Issa, what do you think about Ricochet's prospects as a single star? Uh, we'll see where it goes, right? I, I like that he's going to be the Money in the Bank briefcase ladder match because I think he's going to do some crazy freaking spots yeah. there. So I was excited to see him get that qualifier. Um, I figure I, I, I didn't realize that they didn't draft Braun, but when they drafted Ricochet on his own, I kind of figured this is where we were going with it. I hope he gets better soon. Yeah. Bring back Team Little Big 2.0. Uh, we can do that because she's also gone for a little while. Yeah, that's, oh, let's, let's get it. <laughs> it's another story that we had. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Let's just that's throw right. that out there. Alexa Bliss is pregnant is what uh, we're referring to. That is our another news story. So congratulations to the happy couple. She did say it came as a complete surprise. Her and her musician uh, husband, Ryan Cabrera, are expecting. So congratulations to the happy couple. And you know Vince McMahon is already thinking, and when the baby comes out, it's Braun Strowman's. <laughs> no, it's Ray Wyatt's. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a demon baby. They're going to do yeah. Rosemary's baby all over again. Yeah, yeah it's Ray Wyatt's baby. Super that- excited for the big, big weekend for baby announcements. I mean, I still think Sammy and Ty won the announcement oh, game yeah. because like the way that they brought back the cue cards and the pop that they got from the crowd. But I'm excited for all these babies coming soon. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, Alexa, that baby's going to come out wearing a fiend mask on WWE TV. If it's a little girl, do you think she's going to put little Lily dolls in the in the crib? Oh, Quite possibly. Yeah. She better. 
We'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, but it's exciting times. Kelvin R. Alexander, $5 super chat saying Tiffany's daddy is behind all the attacks. Follow the money. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's daddy put Tony D'Angelo in prison. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's her uh, daddy going to turn out to be? Big daddy cool Kevin Nash. Okay. <laughs> I, I was going to say Vince is like, you know, I'm back. I've got TV experience. I'd be quite go. good in the role, I think. Vince and NXT, say what you want. Those ratings would be lit. They they might be raw. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mia Lee, 499, saying the women's division has so much depth in NXT. I hope Tiffany holds the title till Nikita comes back. I really love the Noam Dar faction. So I didn't know this because I missed last week because I did my crazy trip to LA. So Sol Ruka is now out as well. ACL <laughs> as well. Everybody's out For with you? ACL injuries. It's, it's crazy. Okay, so here's the deal, everyone. The next time a badass female wrestler debuts in NXT and captures everyone's imagination, and we're all like, she should be the champ. Like, don't <laughs> let's stop jinxing this. Yeah. We've done this problem. too much now. We got to temper our expectations. Anyone could get attacked in that parking lot at any minute and be injured. Yep. Everybody's blaming the trainer, but it is us jinxing all these talents. We really need to just kind of settle our expectations. I mean, uh, so disappointing. So disappointing. But no, I hope Soul gets better soon. Yeah, seriously. I, and she said, uh, her best friend uh, said it was Danny Palmer, said it was going to be a year. And I know like ACLs are usually like nine months or whatnot, but I really hope that we don't see that we have to wait a year until we see Soul Ruka. That would be very sad. Me too. It's, it's interesting they're giving Nikita the, all this promo time, though. She was doing the pics on social media for NXT. So I wonder if she's going to be back sooner rather than later. But I like NXT doing that. I think it's very smart for them to keep the faces on TV, even if someone's out for an injury, because, uh, yeah, don't let them completely cool off, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, what else is in the news? And finally, I know that uh, the brand split has been a hot topic ever since the draft, but it hasn't really gotten going, and a lot of people are confused to see AJ Styles from SmackDown appear on Raw last night and wrestle in the main event. Apparently, that was a last-minute decision, believed to be influenced by Vince McMahon, AJ Styles showed up on WWE Raw. The brand split rules really aren't being enacted as we even saw tonight on NXT. So I don't think WWE is going to be holding too tightly to these brand splits because usually initially they do and then they slowly start to relax it. But I haven't seen any evidence of that. So uh, AJ Styles, apparently a last minute decision as to why he was on Raw last night, if you're wondering. I wasn't shocked by it. I mean, he just wrestled for the world championship. I mean, wrestling in the main event shocked me, but I'm not mad at it. I thought last night's episode of Raw was a lot of fun. But him coming out in his little dad jeans to, like, show some respect to Seth Rollins, I thought was a good way to start really elevating this this world championship. So I wasn't, I wasn't mad at the decision, honestly. Yeah, and, I mean, we'll see. I, I don't think we have to worry until they start talking about the, the wild card rule or... Some of this other, you know what I mean? When they start trying to excuse it on air, that's when they know they have a problem. Yeah, I would really just rather them ignore the rule and just have people show up than try right. to yeah. explain away. Well, we've got three times you can show up because you know they're not going to honor those and it's just patronizing. It would be right. amazing if they enforced that. Yeah, they have like a tracker on WB.com that like checks the box. Yes, the absolutely. Yeah, and then when you only have one one appearances left, you see all these people fighting to get into the building because <laughs> it's only one spot left to show up on roll. That'd be no, funny, I think that'd actually. be great. Uh, yeah. Calvin R. Alexander, $2 super chat saying, put them all in bubble wrap in NXT. 
You, you traded them too hard. Let them, let them relax. Let them, give them some days off. Load management. Okay. Take your own advice. These NXT stars need load management. Load yes. Management. Um, Alvin Everett, Buck99 Super Chat, saying you only do trades between the brands. There hasn't been a lot. I mean, I know there's so many free agents. This isn't like the glory days of Heath Slater and the idea of like somebody trying to get a contract. Now it's just anyone that they, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's a little more honest though, right? Mm -hmm. Just putting somebody. WWE really hasn't taken advantage of the concept of the trade ever since the draft started, even back in 2002, which is something that they all, it's an easy excuse is you just, somebody got traded or it's a storyline thing that you could do, but I wish that they would implement more trades because I think that they can have a lot of good stories behind that. I agree. Um, it's an interesting time, though. I mean, look, there's so much for people to talk about based on what happened this weekend. I mean, you got Rollins winning the new championship. You got everything that happened at AEW, double or nothing. Everything that happened at Battleground. Tiffany Stratton, the new NXT Women's Championship. Tribal Chief Jimmy Uso. Yes. Uh, setting up that bloodline storyline that's never going to end. It's still good. People forget that, you know, Jay Uso has had such a moment and he's leveled up so much. People forget that when the Usos were together doing their thing and cutting promos, Jimmy Uso was the better promo. And Jay was the guy who's adding the color and whatnot, but Jimmy was the guy who could really cut a promo. So I cannot wait to see some of these promos that Jimmy Uso is going to be cutting on the tri- on the former Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. Mm. We'll Can't see. cut promos if you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> is that a death threat? My goodness, I do not associate myself with this. No, come on. Roman Reigns would say that's going easy on him just by killing him. <laughs> you know, He'll make him wish he was dead. Uh, no, it's a hot time right now. And NXT, I think, had had uh, quite a bar to clear tonight because they're coming off a very hot couple of days. It's been nonstop since last Friday in the world of wrestling uh, with almost too much wrestling just coming at you from every direction. And uh, I think they did a really good job tonight on tonight's NXT of setting up some new stories. It felt like, yeah, the Raw After Mania it felt like a season opener tonight. Yeah, it did. It was a great show. Yeah. Very exciting. Really uh, was it last? It was last week that Jack Farmer was on. We were talking about how good it was, right? Mm-hmm. And this week is yeah. So NXT's on a little bit of a heater right now. Mm-hmm. Consistently, the most enjoyable show in all of professional wrestling. Not saying it's the best, but I think it's consistently the most enjoyable. And you're very consistent with that take, and, and you know, I, yeah. and I don't disagree with it. I mean, tonight was fun, right? And it's the sort of show where if you want to lean forward. And pay attention. There's stuff to dig into. And if you want to lean back and let it wash over you, you know, and just wait. Like, you know what I like about this is that very rarely in NXT does the segment overstay its welcome. You know what I mean? And I think we see that in other promotions where it's just like, I mean, come on. We've all watched Raw or SmackDown or AEW where it's just during a promo and it's just like, oh, my God, I'm so, so embarrassed. Like, please don't let anyone walk in and see me watching this. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But I would say that that is a gift and a curse with NXT because they do have a lot of short segments, but they also have a lot of segments that it's almost like TNA where they just go from one to the other. Yeah, it's a Friday show, which is what a wrestling show should be, in my opinion. You know, it's good times. Though. So let's talk about tonight. Talk about um, opening tonight. We have uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane in a weaponized steel cage match. And uh, this is really interesting that it opened the show. I mean, I thought this was going to be the main event. Me too. Yeah. And let's talk about not overstaying. It's welcome. Normally a steel cage match. Normally the reason why it closes the show. 
there are certain beats you have to hit and certain things that almost have to happen in a steel cage match. Tonight, I like that it kind of swerved us a little bit. This was expedient tonight. Like, this was a pretty fast-paced match. Yeah. This, I mean, it was over, like, within 10 minutes, including entrances. And, in fact, JC not even waiting to get started. Gigi came out, JC attacked her. I love that. Yeah. Hmm. yeah Me too. Great. Do you think this is the end of their feud? Yes. I, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, where else do you go after this, right? That felt like the closing of it. Uh, not knowing that we were going to get a title match, a world title match. I, I did going into it, thought this shouldn't mean event. What are we doing? And like you said, fast pace from the beginning. She attacked her immediately. And then I don't think they ever let off. I thought it was no. I thought it was a fun match. I liked the finish. And like you said, it didn't get boring. It didn't get slow pace. It didn't drag. It, actually, it, I thought it ended so soon that I was like, we must have a stack show if you're going to put the steel cage match up first and have it end so quickly. But overall, I thought both women looked great. And JC Jane in defeat also looked excellent here. So I had a, I had a blast watching this. So based on Gigi's reactions, I think they may have dragged this out a little too long. Because her audience reactions that she was getting a month ago, six weeks ago, after she cut that very confessional, personal promo, were amazing. She's still getting good reactions. But I don't know. I almost wonder. Part of me says she could be the one to face Tiffany Stratton first as a babyface. But I could also see them saying, now nah, let's have JC attack her and keep this going for a little bit longer. I don't think it overstated its welcome. I just think it didn't yeah. click. This is your garden yeah. variety WWE style feud. They're doing three matches. Yeah. The heel wins the first match. The ba- and I know. There's a third blow off to the baby. Or no, the baby face won the first match. Heel second. Then there's a blow off that the baby face wins. It's typical. But, and we said this last week, that it just didn't feel like this feud was ever as hot as all that they poured into it. I commend WWE yeah. for inviting the brother and creating this, or playing on the backstory of Gigi Dolan and her mom and her upbringing, but it just didn't click. I don't know what it was about this feud, but I just don't think it clicked at the level of how mad they were. Unlike the Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes feud, which is amazing. And Cody Rhodes is going to get that lick back in his third match. And that is clicking. This wasn't that. It needed. And I almost wonder if it was so personal that they didn't, let JC really go over the top with it. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. if this had been a little more rooted in fantasy, I could have seen JC doing something like I tracked down Gigi's mom. She's making like, she could have gaslit her. Like they could have done something because it was so <laughs> personal. I think that maybe they felt like they couldn't really twist the knife as much as she, as she should as like a mega heel. So I don't know, but I agree. I think, I think this went on just a little, I think it went on. The feud went on a little too long without ramping up the intensity. Like it right. peaked too early. Agreed. Um, but that being said, I think Gigi is going to be over in whatever she does next. With JC, the question is, she, JC's really got to just like crush somebody's spirit or something after this if they want to keep heat on her as a heel. Yeah, she'll have to maybe Roxanne. I mean, she. I was thinking that uh, that Roxanne, because she's such a lovable baby face, I think JC Jane having a feud with her might benefit her to keep that heel heat on her. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, but no, this was still a good match. And again, it was, it was unexpectedly quick, mm-hmm. uh, which was fun. We had Wesley reflecting on his triple threat match at Battleground with Tyler Bate and Joe Gacy and his reign as North America champion when the dyad walked in and Tyler Bate intervened. intervened. Yeah. Yes. Setting something up between them. But then we had Tony D'Angelo, his mugshot being taken. Tony Let's D'Angelo go. being booked. Gotta sell those t-shirts. Got Tony D'Angelo mugshot t-shirt. I will buy. I promise. 
Did they have any Same. updates on Tony D last week? Oh, they did. Yeah, they showed his interrogation. He bribed one of the federal agents like a G. Oh, my God. He pointed out all the things that he did wrong in terms of street smarts, like putting his DNA in the coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, free the Dom. Free the Dom. Free him. This is way too long of him having to deal with. I'm very disappointed in Stack's behavior. He's still over there hanging out in NXT, having boring matches with the coffee guy instead of trying to find a bondsman. What is happening here? <laughs> Yes, and uh, Stax was in the back. Uh, he was being made fun of by uh, the Coffees and Wolfgang. The Coffees. The co- I like how you say the coffee guys, because I was just kind of like, I think I was like, what, they're hanging out like in a cafe, just like <laughs> sipping like uh, espresso with their pinky out because they're classy. Uh, the Coffee Boys. Everybody's talking about the Coffee Boys. Um, yeah, they pronounce espresso espresso like they're not cultured. It's a whole thing. Um, but anyhow, uh, so yeah, I like that they're kind of setting it up with people accusing each other of being the one that ratted on Tony D'Angelo. If we don't get a Tony D trying to escape prison next week, what are we doing? Yeah, he needs a shank. Yeah. <laughs> I wish, you know, RIP Ray Trailer, the big boss man, one of my favorite wrestlers of the 90s. Like, they're doing all these jail storylines now. If he was alive, they could totally bring him in and do something yeah. with like Big Boss Man serving hard time. It'd be perfect for him. Yeah. Well, we had uh, Carmelo and Trick out there and interrupted by Noam Dar with his, uh, <laughs> his group, Last Legend. Yeah, Dar with Jackson. the cookout, man. Yeah, and I love Let me tell you something right now. I'm going to a Juneteenth pool party, and it's no white people allowed. I don't make the rules. But I think Noam Dar could get into that pool party. I, I might have to make a couple calls for him because he, he seems to be deep into the culture. <laughs> I don't make the rules, Glenn. I'll get you in if the rules were different. You can do Issa. Issa, I'll just tell him Issa's light skin. <laughs> I tried to find a barber shop today. <laughs> I went. I went to a different haircut place and it was just like, give me a fade, and it's just not. It's just not. I should. I should have gone on my quest for the barber shop today. Should have made. Yeah, I am not white though, Alfred. You know, is there a fine print that says no Latinos? Oh, too? that's like, actually a good point. Uh, that's a know? great point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to ask. As soon as I start talking, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, she can come in." <laughs> <laughs> so this Sorry, Glenn. Up I'll tell for... you all about. It. I'll FaceTime That's you fine. for the pool party. Uh, this is the stuff for Carmelo and Noam Dar tonight in the main event. Um, so do you think Braun Breaker's done in NXT? Mm-hmm. 100%. I think that was a swan song. I don't think, you know, I think they maybe had to hang him out, had him hang around a little longer so that he could do the honors for Carmelo, and then he's going to go in there by himself as a big star, and we'll see. We'll see what they have. I think he'll feud with, like, maybe like Seth Rollins or something like that. I think he's going to... Really? Into a pretty big program right out the gate. Wow. That would be interesting. Issa, who would you have him feud with? Who? Braun Breaker on the main roster. Uh, I think maybe a Shinsuke. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I wouldn't put him in the world title picture right away, but I would put him against a lovable baby face so he can like right. really take advantage of this heel. I and they they had Shinsuke get that big win last night. Yeah, I think a Shinsuke would be a good a good um first feud for him. And Shinsuke could pay the terrible debut feud forward and compare Braun Breaker to Michael Jackson and have <laughs> segments where he's painting a portrait. God. I mean Shinsuke, one of the worst main roster call-ups. Ever not the matches, but those promos. Just the call up, you're just because he's actually just the call up. And no, not a good thing. Just I'm talking about just the process 
of him yeah. debuting on the main roster in the feud they put him in with Dolph Ziggler. You know what's funny? Yeah, to but during day, that time, everybody was feuding. You, if you called off from NXT, you had to feud with Dolph Ziggler. That but was just the rules. Well. Okay, Bobby Roode's Bobby Roode's was like the Simpsons, the Sideshow Bob uh, gag of stepping on the rakes, where the one with Bobby Roode was awful and then got funny and then awful and then funny again yeah. because he just ran that so much in the ground. As bad as Shinsuke's main roster debut was, to this day, I think his NXT debut is the greatest NXT debut of all time. Oh, absolutely. Ever. Ever. Absolutely. And that's what made it so, so just so bad. So bad. Uh, There's a difference between the debut and the the field. The field was bad. I I was in the building for Shinsuke's debut, and it was epic. No, him showing up, yes. The the (laughs) promos, the face-off, the feud was just awful. Um, And having him debuting Orlando after being the king of NXT for so long, the reaction of the building was awesome. I liked his debut, everything that went on after that, up until the Rumble win, and then they ruined him again. But that field with gender, I thought the gender field was worse than the Dolph Ziggler Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba if you want me to be honest i don't know i don't know man uh jinder <laughs> mohal bitch hinsuke nakamura for the world championship it was worse <laughs> that was the one where he did the accent right <laughs> yeah they were mad racist and you know it oh god i completely forgot about that i think i was traumatized <laughs> okay so again not the worst debut, but the worst like transition into the main roster. Right. Shinsuke. Shinsuke had very bad luck with feuds. Um Alvin Everett, 499, saying Braun Breaker beat Gunther in NXT. He could take the IC title off. Oh, I could see it. And I want it to be heel Braun, though. I don't want them to bring him in as a baby face. They gotta ride the momentum of this heel Braun. Man, he'll have more heat. If he beats Gunther, he'll have he'll have the heat of a heel. Yeah. This will be like the new, this will be like Roman Reigns 2015, 2016 all over again. Except they're supposed to boo him. Yes. Well, maybe. Maybe Vince thinks he'll be a baby face. Um, and Malik Black, $2, saying I would have Braun feud with Brock Lesnar. Down the line, yes. I could see that. Yeah. What if, uh, what if Braun Breaker gets called up and beats Cody Rhodes? Don't you put that out there. How dare you? How dare you sacrilege Cody Rhodes like that? Um, and then he'll cut a promo and be like, Bro, Breaker is scared of me after he loses. Brock <laughs> Lesnar is scared of Cody Rose. I think everybody knows that. Uh, Cora Jade was backstage complaining about losing the NXT Women's Championship. And Ivy Nile came in with the pep talk telling her, Stop complaining. And uh, yeah. Was that a pep talk? Or was well, that? It was, I didn't it was like some this. tough love. It was some tough love. One of my favorite. I don't like it's something about they do this with women too, is they'll have all the women in the locker room together. And they don't ever do this with the men, but all the women have to be in the same locker room together, and then one of them has to confront the other. And I don't like when they do this. It just yeah. comes off as fake because I've seen it so many times. And lazy. Very, very lazy. Yeah. Way to set up a match. Um, then we had Wesley and Tyler Bate versus the Dyad. I can't stop staring at Tyler Bate's legs. <laughs> They're Great very quads. Nice. Great quads. My God. <laughs> 
I think they should be the new MSK. Whenever I know yes. that Wesley is a champion right now, but just seeing them in a tag team, and you know, shout out to Nash Carter and everything, but they are great as a tag team, and I think this could be like the new MSK. I forgot how great Wesley was in a tag team because of how good he's been as a singles champion, but I would not mind if they rebranded an MSK as Tyler Bate. And yeah, and they were great together. They look like a real tag team. Yeah. Um, so Wesley and Tyler Bate won, and after this, Ivy Nile appeared and blindsided Ava Rain, who was there with the dyad that was to get payback on Ava attacking her after the Creed brothers lost um last week. So yeah, uh they're setting something up with them. Mm-hmm. Okay, where's where's Andre Chase? I don't know. What man. did I miss? Like Andre Chase just abandoned his university because we got Drew Gulak like teaching. He's doing like a guest semester now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Teaching a Chase U. <laughs> Maybe this is summer school and Andre Chase doesn't handle summer school. <laughs> I mean, we just did have graduation, though. That actually makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, when's the last time we saw Andre Chase? I don't know. I honestly don't know what happened to yeah, him. It's I, been a minute. Have they explained this? Like, that would be very lazy if they did I didn't. don't think they did. I thought he was kind of, like, butthurt over something maybe with Duke Hudson, feeling like Duke was edging him out a little bit. I recall that when we last saw him. Maybe that was, like, six weeks ago. Maybe he's on administrative leave. Oh, he's taking a sabbatical. <laughs> or maybe there's a teacher strike. <laughs> That would, actually, that would be awesome if there was a teacher strike. <laughs> I don't think WWE is never going to fucking tempt fate with a strike strike angle. Yeah, and if they did, the people doing the striking would be the heels. Oh, They'd absolutely. Be a whiny union. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Um, okay, so Alicia says they did mention he's still hurt from being speared. Yes, yeah, spring breaking when uh, Gunther beat him up. Gunther? No. Pardon me, Braun Breaker. Uh, <laughs> reading that and alvin corrected himself yeah i was like gunther then wait that doesn't make sense no braun breaker beat him up at spring breaking yeah uh you know uh gunther's future opponent braun breaker is going to take the ic title off that'd be a fun feud i, I really would like that actually yeah Maybe um gunther will be a baby face by then and then braun breaker can take the title off oh and mustafa ali was there on commentary for this yeah yeah great to see so he's in NXT now. He's a free agent. He can be wherever he wants. They should just make the entire roster free agents. The next time they do a draft, nobody gets drafted. Everybody's a free agent, and they just show up wherever they want. Yep. Yeah. But um, he, he helped at the end of the match. So yeah. I have a feeling if he's going to stick around NXT, he might go for that North American Championship. Yeah. Yeah. He looks so good against Gunther in, at Night of Champions. Yeah. So Drew and Charlie were teaching us in the Chase U students. Thea Hale, like they're criticizing her right there to her face. What's wrong with that? Well, because they're they're because they're doing it in a way where they're just like, here's an example of what not to do. Like, let's study the tape as a teachable moment of how she sucks. Like it was really mean. Yeah, but you're gonna criticize it, do it to her face rather than behind her back. Yeah, but, no, but it was like she wasn't even there. The way they were talking about her, that was the crazy part. Um, and they got her in the ring. Did, did they? They didn't pay that off, did they? When, when she was got in the ring, did they show the next part, or they? No, they, they didn't pay it off. Yeah. Okay. Um, she is the heart and soul of Chase U. She's great right now with Andre Chase gone. Yeah. Yes. When she went to get in the ring, she asked Duke Hudson, uh, Hudson to hold something for her. Do you think it was drugs? <laughs> 
Maybe like a uh, ghost energy drink or something, you know? I'm just asking. They, they got a new bubblicious flavor. They got two new bubblicious flavors, strawberry. She said, hold these for me, and they never showed it. I'm yeah. like, uh-oh, there it is. That's why she's on. I love if they, like, started to open it. She's like, don't open that! <laughs> We're going to have a Thea Hale special episode. It's going to be, like, Saved by the Bell with Jesse with the diet pills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she's going to be suspended for violation of wellness of Chase University next week. <laughs> Again, they, they would never do that, but that would be a funny angle if everyone thought it was something illicit and it turned out it was just, like, pixie sticks. Or that's, like, a, that's, that's a very strong drug. Well, it's pure sugar. Yeah. yeah. Put them yeah. up your nose, too. Can you do that? You can. Of course you can. I'm not saying you, I you did. I'm put, just saying you can put them up your nose. You can. You can put anything up your nose. You can put anything if you try hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, Tiffany Stratton had the tiffy bration tonight. Yeah. I love this. How She had the photos of herself. She was out there holding up the championship. Talking about this number one contenders battle royal, and I like how they had the women's locker room come out and had them just come in and all like and three or four of them were just beating the shit out of her. She just grabbed her yeah. belt and left. <laughs> that drop kick though that they did on her was crazy. I like that segment. Um, I, I thought it was great, but the, the halfway through it, the promo started getting weaker and weaker. So I was yeah. like, have these women yeah. come out, let it get physical because now you have her out there for a little too long and that's the whole thing like I, I thought she was doing great but it did you can start it feeling to like kind of like go down and i'm glad the women came out and it got physical well they should have yeah. done it a little bit sooner though mm -hmm. well because she so you know what it reminded me of but didn't go there she started with the like and you and what are you doing here and you like why did you don't even, it reminded me of enzo roasting the cruiserweights when he was champ <sighs> this reminded yeah. me of that segment and they should have had her just start tossing barbs at individual wrestlers right that's what this was missing i think i was kind of because she did definitely go too long and like we love tiffany stratton in terms of the character stuff right. but a lot of her promos are like backstage and she doesn't yeah. have to stand out there for 10 minutes right. so this was one of the few times she did have to and i she did look uncomfortable out there having yeah. to and it's it seemed like her delivery was very memorized like these are just lines mm -hmm. that she recited and, and naturally she's gonna get better yeah but they, they didn't, really didn't give her any there was no substance to that. That's where the Enzo thing was awesome because Enzo criticized people specifically. Mm -hmm. So it seemed like for her, like it, the setup was there, but there was no follow through or payoff. I will say the uh, the confetti and the balloons like coming out as she's getting beat the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I was like, nice touch. I did like that. That was one of my favorite moments. <laughs> yeah. In NXT history. Why did it's they like have a, a wreath, though? They, there's, it looked like a funeral. The setup made it look like she had died because they had they, a wreath there. You can get celebratory wreaths. Although, so, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, Kelvin. I've never seen that before. $2 saying, like, her as a bratty heel, it's money. It yeah, is. She, she just needed a little bit more substance to what and, she was and, and it's her first time, like we said, out there. And, and I, I'm sure she has to be nervous. All eyes are on her. But I, I didn't think it was bad. I just thought it should have a little bit shorter and it would have been perfect. But there was a lot of that I liked about this segment that outdid what I didn't like. Yeah. This is going to be a fun character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As champion, she's going to be great. I really think she needs a stable because I think it'd be, I think they should be, they've never done this, which is surprising in WWE because they love their blondes. They've never done an all blonde stable, which I think would get a ton of heat. I agree. Um, now, do they put 
other blondes or do they take other female wrestlers and have them dye their hair blonde? You see, it just depends. Like if there are women that they think would be good who could talk, you got to dye them blonde, man. It would be amazing if she had like a posse and they were all made over in her image. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Yeah. She needs uh, to meet her posse at the nail salon because remember in the beginning she used to like all go to the nail salon. Yeah. <laughs> She needs to bring the girl, like all everybody in her crew needs to be needs to be somebody she met at the nail salon. Um, backstage confrontation with Trick Williams. Uh, this Jackson, was so funny. Flash Legend or Romanza. <laughs> yeah, this was a very entertaining segment. Yeah, it was funny. I uh, love Trick Williams. Things up for later, and then Danny Palmer was in the ring, talking about Soul being out. Apparently, she had been there the whole time. <laughs> she didn't she never leave after uh the that's attack. what she said i was yeah. like okay <laughs> but the way she was saying it like i'm not leaving until i know but i thought she was going to be behind it i thought somehow she was going to be behind mm. the attacks Thought no. that was going to be the, the twist or i thought it was gonna be stevie uh the streamer what happened to her i don't know she was great i think she's she having was. an internet she's having an internet outage or something <laughs> She has a bad. She didn't pay her Wi-Fi bills. What happened? You know, we can't live without the internet when you do this for a living. So, <laughs> um, she actually she should be in Tiffany's posse because she'll be like the influencer. No, but I would love to see her approach Tiffany to be on her stream and Tiffany asking her how many followers you have to see yeah. if it's good enough to like show up. <laughs> Calvin, $5 super chat saying there's like 18 blondes yeah. in NXT and a lot yeah. of them are still training. They really are. They've got those twins who are big influences who they're still waiting to call up. So they've got a lot of options in terms of people who could be part of that stable. And the good thing is they don't have to be like workers who are like seasoned veterans in the ring. They could just be Tiffany's heaters who are just hanging oh, yeah. on her all the time. No, it yeah. could be like Adam Rose, you know, yeah. with his, uh, what was it? The Rose? The Rosebuds. Rosebuds. That's right. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Adam Rose, you were riding Funny. so high in NXT once. One of the great one-hit wonders in wrestling history. Oh, my God. Um, oh, we had a backstage thing with Axiom and Scripps. Scripps, apparently, he's like, why do people keep calling me Reggie? My whole life, people call me Scripps. They will not let this thing go. Like, <laughs> the people want Reggie. And now they've changed his name. What, is this three or four times? Because he was a Somalia, then he was Reginald, then he was Reggie, and now he's Scripps. Like, they got to settle on a name for this guy. But he looked sharp. Which goes great. to show you the one thing that was that was like really ruining scripts was the presentation. Well, on this is promos. this is the Reggie I wanted to see. Um, but he's still scripts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his hood name. <laughs> That's pretty much what he said. Yeah. <laughs> his parents still call him scripts, but <laughs> the, the streets call me scripts. Yeah. <laughs> What's your streets name, Glenn? Oh, it's Glenergy. Glenergy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah so we'll see what happens there oh but danny palmer uh revealed the mystery assailant we've been wondering for like a year now who's attacking all the women in the nxt parking lot um took out nikita lyons with an injury Sol ruko with an injury uh and it turns out it's blair davenport the former bia Priestley, who we haven't seen in a while mm -hmm. it's her stuff. looking forward to see what she does yeah I mean, as of right now, she's the most devastating woman in NXT if we're going to blame all the injuries on her. so Yeah, all those women who beat up Tiffany Stratton, they really need to start beating up Priestley now. Or Blair Davenport. 
Yeah, because they have her. They blame her for Soruka. They blame her for Nikita. All the ACL yeah. injuries. It was it was it was blared out before. Dream Realm Studios <laughs> is saying I tried to ruin scripts. Yeah, that's that's right. Dream Realm Studios. It was in hundred percent me. <laughs> yeah, everything else was going perfectly for scripts. Oh yeah, especially the mask. <laughs> that mask 20 years from now is going to be in a warehouse and it's going to be worth a lot of money people are going to have like they're going to look back on it like it was a good thing oh that's going to be like <laughs> what Robo-Cop will you dress and, up yeah. dress up for it as halloween people are going to be like who the hell are you <laughs> that's going to be uh scripts <laughs> with glacier like yeah that's going to be legend yeah, of just glacier. bad gimmicks um joe coffee took on stacks <sighs> Yeah, it was a good match. I didn't care. Yeah, that's I completely agree. But Joe Coffey can go because he hasn't been able to wrestle as much and it's been more about Gallus, but he's good. And I agree. I really didn't care as much about the match and whatnot because I'm just worried for Tony D. But I thought this was a really good match. And it was mostly because Joe Coffey. That's why he lost. We don't trust Stacks still, even though they're trying to veer us off the track. He's number one sauce on my list. I didn't didn't really care for the match. But yeah, uh, the Coffee guy, he can go. Coffee. I just thought it was too long. It was like you go, you, you start thinking, it's like, okay, we gave the steel cage match like 10 minutes, and these guys are going at it for like 20, 22 minutes. Like yeah. it was too long for me. Yeah. Uh we saw recap it might have not been that long, but it felt like a half felt, hour long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was bad timing on the card. Um yeah. we saw a dragon off uh recap of him preparing. My god, that match. Oh my god! I transparent with him. So with Dijak, Mister Hard Justice, not a suspect with Tony D. No, oh no, because Dijak delivers the hard justice. Right. Yeah, he was too busy torturing. He's above the law. He was torturing Dragonov during the incident in a freaking torture chamber. Remember? Yes. <laughs> uh, Cora Jade versus Ivy Nile. Yeah, Ivy Nile deserves Cor- better. I like Cora Jade a lot, though, since she's turned heel. She's yeah, very good. Okay, Ava Rain uh, appeared. Tried yeah, 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 and Ivy Nile called her out later for yeah. a one-on-one next week, and we haven't seen Ava Rain in a one-on-one match. I'm very curious to see if this match is going to happen. But you know, and what? I want to see what it does for the TV rating because I think it'll be mm-hmm. if they promote it right and they get Entertainment Tonight and all these outlets to talk about The Rock's daughter wrestling. I think it'll be really good for the rating. Mm-hmm. But here's what's cool about this: between the opening match tonight and this, uh, and then Blair Davenport. There were multiple women's segments tonight that have nothing to do with the title. Mm-hmm. Right. That's pretty exciting. It's a great thing. Yeah. Honestly, overall, a lot of changes in all of the women's divisions after this weekend. I'm excited to see like all these shows and to see where all these women's divisions go. We have champions across the board everywhere. Yeah. New and champions. What the fuck is going on with NXT women's tag team titles that are on SmackDown? I think they're going to turn into the SmackDown women's tag team titles. I, think, I don't think those are coming back to NXT, man. Uh, which is crazy. Because uh, that was something that NXT was doing well. I think the problem in NXT, though, is they seem to accelerate the your tag team. Now you're going to break up and be in a feud. Like, it, there wasn't enough yeah. continuity. Right. Um, there. So, yeah, Cora Jade won that match. But yes, yeah, next did. week, Ava versus Ivy. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. They, it, you're right, because they don't have Ava wrestle a lot. She's more of an attraction and clearly for obvious reasons it's very interesting to see her on TV so I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be good. And then we had the main event tonight. We had Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams versus Noam Dar with Lash Legend, Jakara Jackson, and Ora Mensa for the NXT Championship. Noam Dar with the culture, baby. They need to call that stable the culture. 
culture. <laughs> I like him together too. Lash Legend can have chemistry with anybody, and Noam Dar. I mean, he's just been great since he's come back to the territory. So this is fun. I, I wish this was more of a long-term feud and they didn't just blow it off immediately. I mean, yeah. Noam Dar, Noam Dar, this is like the most exciting faction in NXT right now. It is to me. I, I sure seem to love it. It's great. Very entertaining. This was a really good match. Noam Dar. It was a great match. Chant. Did I miss something? What is the chant that they say every time uh, Carmella Hayes locks on a hold? Are they saying lock it in? Because they were, they kept chanting it, and any time that Mello would lock on a rest hold, they would say "lock it in" or something. And Trick Williams was leading the chant, so I don't know what this was about. We need to figure it out. Yeah, we'll yeah. investigate. I don't think Trick and Mello are breaking up anytime soon. No, I hope not. It's a definitely a long-term story, but I hope not anytime soon. Trick and Mello gang is lit. They need to come on the main roster together. I think they'd mm-hmm. do themselves a lot of help if they both went on together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. This, is, this was a really good match, and uh, Noam Dar is a phenomenal wrestler. This was good with Carmelo. I like the way they tried to play the interference, having Dragon Lee and Nathan Frazier come out as well. Um, yeah, this was a good match that we, we kind of knew how it was going to end, but I was really surprised when then Baron Corbin came out at the end. Oh, that was the best part. <laughs> and just yeah. hit the end of days on Carmelo and uh, held up the NXT Championship. Like, End of days. So for all, I mean, look, one of the best looking moves. Yeah, like bumass Corbin, like his best character. But end of days has always been top three finisher in all of all of professional wrestling. Yeah, I mean, the only person that kicked out of it is Drew McIntyre, and look, that did a lot for him. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just don't think he should have kicked out. I don't think anybody should have kicked out at the end of the day. Still, like you can have protected that move. It's such a good looking move. I remember when he hit it on Becky Lynch. That that was legendary. Are you guys following Baron Corbin on TikTok yet? No, oh, no, no. Is it lit? Oh, it's the best. He just made the best looking Smash Burgers I ever seen. Oh my god! Like you cannot not love Baron Corbin if you follow him on TikTok. I'll give you. I'll tell you that. Much. Dude, that guy's been living his best life since like twenty. 15. Oh, he's so likable. You gotta give him like some kind of like I don't know, th- let him be that guy on like yeah. on 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 the on NXT or wherever he goes. People will like him. Forget, he was a baby face when he first started in NXT, and his gimmick was that people would just count because his matches were so quick, he just dominate. They would yeah. count the seconds of his matches. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was happy to see him here. Um, and and we'll see where this goes. We'll see where this goes, but uh, I like the idea of people showing up in NXT like this, especially like it, it, it does something for these free agents, right? Like now we see them really doing something with them. Otherwise, two weeks ago, we were like, okay, they're free agents. What does that mean? Now we know what it means. They can show up anywhere they want. Yeah. And no. I think I think Melo and um, Baron Corbin, banger. Yeah, yeah it was a very exciting ending to the show. I hope mm-hmm. Corbin's character loses all his money again. Well, I mean, he switched spots with Cameron Grimes. Like, yeah, I know. Different. <laughs> I don't want him to lose his money because then he won't be able to do those badass cooking TikToks. But was he still- badass outdoor? Yeah, there I guess he are. wasn't. I guess he was keeping kayfabe uh, last time. He was broke. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll see. But this was exciting tonight for like kind of a season premiere. This was a very exciting episode. Of very good show. <laughs> We can't. I can't. Tony Khan has cut Alfred's mic once again. Yeah. No, I thought it was great. I, I, and they're already like taking off for, for Great American Bash. They're already starting to build the stories. I'm yeah. excited. This is going to be good. 
And it went by fast. I've, yeah. I thought this episode of NXT went by fast. It was a lot of wrestling. Look how fast we got through just discussing it, just because it was just like boom, boom, boom. It's great. Yeah, a lot of new, a lot of fresh stuff tonight. Great show. Yeah. No mask. Oh, he's back. He's back. No mask, but his name is still Scripps because that's what they call him in the streets. The hunt name. The hunt name. Did they like already make a bunch of Scripps merchandise that they have to sell so they can't let go of this? Like, why? <laughs> yeah, they're going to sell pens. They're going to sell those calligraphy pens. <laughs> He even said, everybody's calling me Reggie. Like, I'm not sure why. Like, dude. Because you're Reggie. <laughs> let, him, let him go through his identity crisis. It's okay. A Scripps pen would be lit. I, I'd get a Scripps pen. <laughs> There's a lot of merchandise opportunity for NXT that I hope they take advantage of. Yeah. We'll see. Cool. Well, that's NXT. Uh, tomorrow night, tune in for AW, the fallout from Double or Nothing. We'll be back here on Friday to talk about SmackDown and, uh, I guess, Rampage. Oh while that's still... Is that still at the normal hour on Friday? Is it? If Rampage is the normal hour, Think we'll be we talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Can't wait. Uh, until uh, Collision starts, at least. I'm not we'll covering see. Collision. I'm not covering Collision. Not covering it's Saturday night. Sorry. Fuck, man. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I love wrestling, but... <laughs> yeah. oh, I will do anything for wrestling, but I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Alfred said this is nasty. East is an NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Thanks everyone for tuning in, and we'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.